0: Hi, I'm Steve Thomas. This is Cacophony. Let's dive into some great music. But first, a warning. This episode's music may cause transcendence. We all love to share music we love with our friends, right? This is essentially what Cacophony does in each episode. It's me saying, This is great. Your life will be better with this piece in it. Listen. But I want to hear from you too, so let me know what you think of Cacophony, or let me know if there's a piece that you love that you think I should share. You can comment on the website, or send me an email to steve at cacophonyonline.com. So on the subject of sharing musical loves and discoveries, when I was a teenager, my best friend Mark gave me a tape. And it was a tape, and he'd ripped a cool CD called Minimalist, and I loved it. And of course, later I went on to buy it just in case you think I'm promoting copyright infringement. If you heard the last episode of Cacophony, you'll know that Debussy and others hated being called impressionist composers. Well, in much the same way, most of the famous minimalist composers, people like John Cage, Terry Riley, Steve Reich, Philip Glass, aren't signed up to this term either. Broadly speaking, minimalism describes music that involves a lot of repetition of short musical phrases, gradual changes over long periods of time. Composers take small germs, little musical cells if you like, and they do as much as possible with just that. Often this involves looping these little musical motifs and making small progressive changes to repeating patterns. Some of the early minimalists did pioneering things with tape and electronics, often where loops were made by physically cutting tape recordings up and then looping them back together. So you get long, deceptively complex and rhythmic works that are often hypnotic or meditative and have a wonderful cumulative effect on us, the listener. The best pieces leave us transported and transcendent. Minimalism's been hugely influential since the 1970s, and you can hear it in ambient dance and trance music. As well as in Bjork and Radiohead and all over the place, though I've got a Radiohead blind spot, so don't push me on that one. Back to Mark's knockoff tape. The first thing on it was John Adams' Shaker Loops. John Adams is actually a pretty maximalist composer, but Shaker Loops, a 20 minute work for strings, is based on minimalist ideas. It started life as a piece called Wave Maker. He wanted to musically recreate the rippling, shimmering patterns like the surface of a slightly agitated pond, he says. But also, in his words, his technique lagged behind his inspiration, and this rippling pond went very quickly dry. The piece crashed and burned. But the ideas developed. I like this, that his creative impulse, his original creative idea, wasn't wasted. He managed to create something out of it, and shaker loops as a result. He keeps these rippling, shimmering patterns, and introduces tape-cutting loop ideas. Shakers in the shaker loops refers to both the religious sect, who otherwise I'd only have heard of in the sense of shaker-style kitchen cabinets, and the musical idea of shaking, which means either to make a tremolo with the bow across the string, or else to trill rapidly from one note to another. John Adams grew up not far from a defunct Shaker colony, in New Hampshire, USA. All Shaker colonies are pretty much defunct. They were pretty big in the 19th century, but the Shakers were strictly celibate. Now I don't know much about a lot of things, but I do know that this had a bit of an impact in getting new members. They couldn't grow their own, no kids, so could only increase numbers by encouraging new people to join and then take a vow of celibacy. So they quite literally died out. Shakers wasn't their proper name. They were actually called the United Society of Believers in Christ's second appearing. The term shaker was derogatory, but as John Adams says, it sums up well the vision of these otherwise pious and industrious souls caught up in the ecstatic frenzy of a dance that culminated in an epiphany of physical and spiritual transcendence. And that's what Adams delivers in spades in Shaker Loops. It's in four linked sections, shaking and trembling, hymning slews, loops and verses, and a final shaking. That's hymning, as in religious songs, and slew means to turn or slide, as in the car slewed across the road on the ice. Musically, it's this kind of idea. Shake Loops is awesome, full of momentum, energy, colour. At times it's full of earth and grit, especially in a really good performance where you can hear the bows biting against the strings. But it's also totally uplifting physically and emotionally. It climaxes with one of those ecstatic frenzied dance that Adams mentions and follows that with a warm afterglow. I've only just realised, that when my pal Mark gave this gift to me, the piece was probably only about eight years old. He was always musically more adventurous than me. So let's click on the links. Have a listen. Get Transcendent. And then do please tell us what you think. You can leave a comment at cacophonyonline.com Send an email to me, Steve or you can comment via Facebook or Twitter. If you want to support Cacophony, you can by clicking on the link and buy me a coffee. But the best thing you can do is to keep listening and to share it widely. You can share the trailer or any individual episodes that take your fancy. Most importantly, please come back for more next time. Thanks for listening.